0: What's up y'all? Welcome to another episode of Stay Dedicated. I'm Zach and
1: with me is Justin. What's up? So what are we talking about today, Justin? Today we're getting into discipline. Okay. So we'll talk about everything from how we discipline our kids, how we were disciplined, all that.
0: Alright, cool. My dad used to call it putting hot pepper on your backside, but nobody <laughs> I know.
1: I know. Alright, just drop that out. No context. Uh yeah. Whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I know. Weird flex, but whatever.
1: <laughs> what else has been going on? Uh so
0: this government shutdown is still going. I don't still understand going? why. Yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, fortunately enough, I did get my check, but there are some people <laughs> out there who are not getting checks. There
1: is, yeah. From yeah. from what I've heard, it's it's very real. I gotta but I gotta be frank. Uh right now I'm fasting. Okay. So I'm I'm fasting away from all of that. Um, and I have not been able to catch up on news the way I usually do. It's okay. So I'm kinda in the black. Kind so this is life. this is gonna be interesting to get to figure out what's going on in the world so for those of you who've been
0: in the black like Justin has the government shutdown has been <clears throat> closed for a, a while now this is about longest, this like
1: two weeks ago we did so.
0: we did but I'm just like saying to myself like man I thought the government was gonna be reopened pretty soon because just recently uh they just had um a recent discussion like on a vote on you know trying to reopen the government again uh for you know the democrats to actually kind work of work around up. it
1: by now no so no. people still tsa people, still working for free mm-hmm. parks still closed yep people still not getting their food stamps or wick yep
0: this all that
1: crazy it's just i mean it's come to that point
0: where <laughs> even like the fbi like informants aren't even getting paid so it's just like now we don't we only have like intel on like certain people these are dark times the snitches aren't getting paid i just i just feel like it's just getting worse and worse and i'm you know like like all because of a wall you think he's gonna get it at this point i mean i think people have to based on what he's saying now it's just it's coming down to like okay it used to be like okay we're getting a concrete wall from c to c now we're getting like you know like it's now we're getting like steel bars across. I don't know. And he just changed up his words every single time. Now it's like, okay, now we're getting in in certain high profile sections in America. I'm like, yeah. but I mean, it's already, but whatever.
1: I think I, the hard part about this is there's a, there's a possibility now since the government shutdowns taken taking so long and the amount of money that we're losing and just yeah. all that together, there might be a possibility that they have to compromise for this wall.
0: No, That's, I don't think there's gonna be a compromise whatsoever. I, I mean, the Democrats literally said like, we don't. have... I mean, we'll still fund, uh, security, like but you they know, border security, but you don't have to have a wall for that. But know. they're at
1: a standstill right now.
0: They are at a standstill. So right how now.
1: can the Democrats say they're gonna fund all this stuff? You're going up
0: against a president who used to be a businessman. So it's like you know, the art of the idea of like we're trying to do a negotiation isn't really. His, I mean, it is his forte, but I don't think it's going in the right direction that it's supposed That's to That's my going. point. Every day, you know, there are
1: so, uh, hundreds of thousands of people out of work. So yeah. how long can the Democrats stand against this? I mean, I don't know. We That's shall see. I feel like it's, it's becoming more of a real possibility. Granted, I'm speaking from the outside. It's become more of a possibility that he might get his way with this, at least to help, at least get the government started back up. It might be something that they can fight later on, but... The government can't stay shut down. It's not a a positive for our economy. To be
0: honest, I think, like, Democrats are more, like, keeping their stance to, like, no, I mean, we'll vote on the idea of, like, not funding a wall, but we'll fund for... So they're trying to negotiate. But, you know, Trump is just like, no, no, I really want this wall to happen. Like, I really... You know, and I mean... We gonna see. We gonna see. I don't want to have
1: this conversation (laughs) in two weeks, you know? I don't.
0: I don't want people to be coming to me, like, you know, be like, man, I didn't get my paycheck... It's been X I might amount be of days. I out there
1: building
0: a wall. No. <laughs> what are they going to do? Send out DACA kids like, oh, okay, so you want to stay in this, in this country? Go ahead and build that wall for me because Mexico is going to pay for it. Whatever. No, Mexico is not going to pay for that. Let's just <laughs> be real. Okay. Uh, so in other news, um, for those of you who are into Game of Thrones, <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, the final season is being released on April 14th.
1: I have not made it past the first Three episodes of Game of Thrones. It's amazing. I, uh, I mean, I'm just a film. If you're into that, film, I guess. Person.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, I, 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 okay, I understand. First season, it's a little bit hard, you know, it's, or the first three episodes is a little bit hard, you know. <laughs> How do you, you expect
1: people to make it past it? I just,
0: it's, uh, I don't know It's for some people and it's not for I mean, I understand the, the cult just, following and I mean yeah. how
1: how it's grown and yeah. uh, I'm happy for y'all. Thank you. I just I can't make it there yet. It's okay.
0: Well, if you do, you know, come join us whenever winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weird and nerdy. Anyways, on another note, uh so it's been a while, but apparently there's like teacher strikes uh, taking place in Los Angeles.
1: I can imagine.
0: Yeah. I mean, we might as well have a strike here in Texas, but, you know, I mean, I it's been like an upcoming, like it's always been a problem in the educational system where, you know, there's not a lot of funding for anything, yeah. but it's becoming more of a problem where we have like, for instance, like in Los Angeles, they have like 400 nurses to... 900 schools right and i was just watching this i was like what
1: yeah this and sounds so, off
0: yeah so like 400 900 schools doesn't make any sense luckily enough i'm fortunate to have a nurse at my school who's always there but in like but like a nurse who's like 400 nurses to 900 schools like so they're going back and forth yes they are going back and forth between schools and sometimes, like, they're even there, like, just one week. So they're like, you better not be sick for the other five, like, the other four days. Yeah. You know, like, that doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, just a low number of staff and high number of students. And, you know, it's just it's just a overall problem. Yes, we do need funding for a lot of things. I think, you know, and, um, <clears throat> you know, the money that they do have, they want to put that towards other things that are. It's
1: too bad. It's all going to the wall to, right now.
0: No, it's not going to go to the wall.
1: Build that wall. So the people who <laughs>
0: so the people who need to stop all this are these uh, 2020 Democratic uh, presidential runners who are taking place right now. They're going to go against Trump. Who are going to go against Trump. Trump and our again. first heavy hitter who came out on MLK Day uh, is Kamala Harris. I don't know if okay. you're familiar know with her. Yeah. 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 She's real cool. I
1: um, don't know if cool is going help you against Trump I'm nah. not to be so antagonistic but go ahead be real we've we've already made it this far with Trump I think we all have to put in the the reality or the possibilities that I mean he is going to rerun if he finishes his term and then who can truly stand up to this presence that he brings yes a lot of people are fed up with it but is that enough for people to go to the polls and to change you to know change their, their their states and their districts
0: my um. Uh... So my barber predicted that he's going to run two terms.
1: Exactly. He's,
0: I And 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 you make a sound argument that, like, you know, we're talking about, you know, President Trump here. That's, you know. Yeah. he's Kamala
1: Harris is a great Kamala person. Kamala Harris is a great but person. But can she...
0: Can she handle the... Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of mudslinging here and there. We get that. That's in, pol- like, uh, you know, political campaigns and, you know, and all that jazz. Uh, but I... I think she has a chance. I mean, I'm not gonna like let her down. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to like. I'm gonna be with her f- to the very end. I mean, you know, but so outside just, of her,
1: there's word. There's also Elizabeth Warren. There's also there's also Warren. a couple others. Yeah. So I mean, there there are some other strong candidates, but I mean, ultimately, all together, Republicans don't even have an answer for Trump. Like, they don't have anybody who can handle him. His own party. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge, and it's it's sad that this is what politics has come down to for the state of our country. Um, but that's I think that's a real thing. Just taking it from just a social aspect, that who can really stand against Trump? Yeah, and
0: even if they win, can we bounce back from all that?
1: I mean, I think that'll be a, a change in, in pace and a change in tide. So yes, if, if Democrats get the presidency again, then things can start leads, can start to shift in that direction. but it's going to be another four years of undoing that's the the back and forth of this politics like when you switch parties you got another party who's just trying to undo what the last party did and we're not receiving any true progress yeah
0: yeah it's crazy but i mean we'll see what happens in 2020 um so keep like so what's the whole purpose of you fasting? Before we jump into the actual episode, <laughs> we're about to discipline these people. Normally I words.
1: do I do a Daniel fast every year just to help me help uh, get clarity um, on some things and help me prepare for what God has in store for me. Uh, this year, my church is how to do things a little different. Okay, we, can, we concise the Daniel fast down into one week. And I'm pushing myself extra hard.
0: I'm sorry. So, what church do you go to?
1: I go to Freedom Church in Bedford, Texas, representing for the DFW. Hey, for those who don't know, that's where we're located at. Um, So, yes. So, my church, um, we're doing a a corporate style fast and challenge ourselves to give up uh, one food item and then one comfort item oh um so for me i (laughs) I give it up i I gave it i took it to a whole nother level so i decided to do uh water only from 6 a.m to 6 p.m uh-oh um so that's been a challenge and then after that i'm doing only fruits and vegetables so this whole week i've been on apples bananas pears grapes strawberries uh, and then vegetables, uh, just the whole, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, spaghetti, squash.
0: Completely disregard everything on the aisles and just go straight to fresh produce. I yeah, it's you, all, yeah, it's always been yeah. its fresh
1: produce. So it's, it's eye-opening. And then um, as far as like comforts, I've given up social media for a while. Ah, um, no TV. Music is a killer because I listen to music all the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot of a lot of isolation, but it also opens up a lot of time for, for me to, to really reconnect with the word, uh, make sure I'm hearing from God and getting true enlightenment on what I need to do moving forward. So Amen. I appreciate it. The fast is hard. It's not supposed to be easy. Um, Jesus did it for 40 days and 40 nights. Boom. I can handle it for eight. Oh, um, preach. Go ahead. Tell yeah. him. Let him know. Go ahead. <laughs> so at the end of this, next time we talk, we'll see now how clear my mind is and see what we have coming up. For us, you know, I'm praying over a lot of things. Yeah. So I encourage everyone to, to fast intermittently. So you don't have to do a full eight day or a full Daniel fast like I do. Um, take a day, pick something that you you don't necessarily need, mm-hmm. a comfort, or pick something that you do need, like a need, and, you know, abstain from it. You know, make your body, you know, empty your body out and then fill it up with um, with time with the Lord. And Amen. I guarantee it'll it'll change your life. It'll bring you to, to a better place. We we take in so much junk just as a society that we we've kind of pushed away um, our spirituality to the side. So this is my refresher. I challenge everybody to do the same. And this is going to be very contradictory <laughs> with our upcoming topic of discipline. <laughs> but
0: well, stay disciplined on that, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm rooting for you yeah man we're gonna make it through you gonna make it but with that being said guys hey look uh i appreciate you guys listening to our show Uh, um we can't thank you enough yep spread it out out there all right we do appreciate your support but other than that guys let's go and get to the show all right
1: So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about discipline. Okay. All right. So Zach, do you remember the first time or the most prominent story of growing up and getting disciplined?
0: Yeah. So I remember when my I got in trouble at school for something stupid. I don't know. You're a bad kid? <laughs> no, I wasn't a bad kid. It was just just something really stupid. Um, you know, just being young and naive, that's how things roll. But I remember when I came home and my dad gave me a phone call and he was like, when I get home, you're like, you're going to get a whooping today. As soon as I get home, first thing, you get a whooping. I think everybody can relate to that.
1: I think that's a, it's a, it's a lost art. You it's, said you got a phone call at school. I was thinking, what? No. like, like I be mean, that too. Like I don't know if they do that still.
0: No, they don't do that. But I mean, I would get home and, you know, we didn't have cell phones back in the day. Yeah. We had to, we like, you, th-
1: you actually literally had to call up to the school. Mm-hmm. And then they had you had to sit down and, you know, get on the phone, mm-hmm. the school phone, and, and talk to your parents.
0: So, yeah. So when I got home, of course... As any kid will be scared out of their minds because I knew I was going to get a whooping. So I decided to do, you know, two things you can either do a, you can go to sleep and fake it and hopefully (laughs) they'll forget when they get home (laughs) because you don't want to get that whooping. Or two, if it's, if, if you know they're getting off in 30 to 30 minutes to an hour you wanted to hide or something, or you want like so. What I would usually do is either I like hi, like either one. Just so
1: you're a runner. I was a runner,
0: <laughs> so I would like either hide, uh, either in the closet uh, or hide in the bathtub with the curtains halfway open. You know, so it could look like I'm not there. <laughs> but <laughs> eventually, I was gonna get that whooping regardless. Yeah, but so, say,
1: there's no avoiding it. There was
0: no way of avoiding it. So I mean, that was just my way of. Uh, of life whenever i was growing up is you know um just receiving i don't think i avoided any
1: any whoopings any spankings like really? my parents didn't play it's kind of like you already knew it was coming uh especially in childhood there's i don't i can't fathom a way to avoid it running away type thing i know some people have had the opportunity it's like all right you know go get the belt and then go like run away type thing no oh, it's like you got the belt it's coming if you if you try to run away, where are you gonna run to? Exactly.
0: It's like, oh no, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm
1: gonna run off
0: to my friend's house across yeah. the street and hopefully. Or you don't I mean, find I don't know me. if
1: your parents were throwers, like No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, my
0: parents weren't throwers. I whatever's
1: close enough, they're gonna throw at you. Yeah. See, the only
0: thing they threw at me was just their, their hands. Like, I mean, not like, like <laughs> fist or anything. So I'm just,
1: hands with your parents? No,
0: no, I think <laughs> squaring up. But the thing about it for me was, I, I think the thing I hated the most growing up is uh, whenever my parents would ask my sister, "Hey, go pick up a belt from the closet." You know, and and I'm like, oh gosh, and me being stupid, I was like, yeah, get like the thinnest one you can find, you know, because that will be less pain. I mean, at least the belt (laughs)
1: versus the switch. I know I never experienced a switch thing, but that was a very real thing for some other people. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, the belt was just as bad. The belt, the hand, whatever is close enough, Mm -hmm. um, extension cords. All of it. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. i mean that's getting us deeper into this this discipline topic exactly because it gets it gets pretty deep yeah i mean because what whoopings have been associated
0: with like black folks for a really long time a really long for really, <laughs> since slavery, since <laughs> slavery. <laughs> you want
1: to be frank about actually it. <laughs>
0: probably before slavery to be honest <laughs> with you but i mean regardless the most prominent one is probably slavery so we kind of associate whoopings with that in our own culture Did we uh, grow up as slaves Hmm. I'm not gonna answer that question, but I will say that we were disciplined to be, uh, or conditioned to be, uh, you know, obviously just to be better at at who we like go like go above and beyond other you know other races, and you know we like obviously we are two black dads, and we have to be better than what the stigma or or stereotype that is placed upon us. So yeah. as parents, of course you know, you they, they they will resort to whoopings because that's just, you know, that was just their tactic of discipline. So. I
1: think for us for us specifically, definitely with us being um you no know, sons of, of immigrant fathers, yeah. um, trying to understand the why behind the discipline is is very complex at times. Because, I don't know, my father didn't explain too much. <laughs> there wasn't much for him to talk about. Yeah. You got in trouble, you got to get whooped. Exactly. And he didn't feel the need to explain it. But, I mean, in later years, I understand, just like you are saying, the need to kind of push us and condition us that we have to do things better. We we have um, less excuses in this world that we always have to be be disciplined, mm-hmm. um, not just with the physical aspect, but just be disciplined in our lifestyles in order for yeah. us to really be successful. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, just overall, I think that kind of affected us in a very negative, I mean, in some negative aspects. But I think it's also negative
1: during childhood. It's negative
0: during childhood. I don't know
1: anyone who just has that, who truly got physically disciplined and was like, yeah. all right, no, this made me for the, for the best while I was growing up. Everybody hates it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, sh- I still hate to this day. I mean, as a parent, yeah, we resort to it once or twice, but I don't think it should be like the main thing. But we'll get into that.
1: Yeah, I think Later we're going to have on. a lot of good discussions of yeah. just opening up the realm to the different possibilities of, of when it comes to child discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I think like, uh, you know, growing up,
0: of course, you have friends who are disciplined differently, you know? So, uh, you know, I had a whole lot of, you know... Uh, what
1: happens in this house stays in this house. What happens in this, in this house, house stays <laughs> in this
0: house kind of thing. But I just I just didn't like it whenever, you know, like, for instance, like my, my white friends, they would always, like, when they got in trouble, they didn't get whoopings. They would get grounded
1: yeah and i'm I, like i never have experiences grounded i've never experienced that either but
0: i mean no no i've never experienced that either i've I'll always wish to get grounded because i'm like <laughs> i'd rather be grounded for a week than get a whooping like you know get like five or ten lashes on you know across yeah. my back you know <laughs>
1: lashings hey lashes <laughs> that's what i call it
0: like 50 lashes for you. Like, you know, like, I'm like, what are we in the old, like in the old Testament? I don't think we've ever recovered from this. We never have. We'll talk about that later Mm -hmm. on. But, um, yeah, I just like, I just, I was like, your parents are ground you. I mean, I mean, it's just a common thing. Or your parents
1: talk to you. Or your parents gave you that certain talk. (laughs) Like,
0: now look, Billy, I need you to stop doing this. (laughs) That is not right. You know, you can do better. Like, you know, I was just like, come on now. But, Other people would also get like, and this is, this is, you know, it's, it's kind of common too, like capital punishment. Like, you know, like, like for my mom, for instance, uh, whenever she got in trouble back in the Philippines, she would have like two books, like, you know, a set of books on both hands. Yeah. And like, if you, or if, if it wasn't books, then it was like a bowl of water. Oh, right. So if, and you had to do like the electric chair or Whoa, you had to stand up i know and i was just like dang mom and she's like yeah even if and if you dropped like one drop of water you were hit with like a bamboo stick or something what? like on the back and then you would get more time to hold that water in place so it's just i'm like man y'all are like taking it back to like the torture chambers like just torturing your kid on this whole discipline i understand like
1: corporal punishment like yeah to a lesser degree but i mean they both can go pretty extreme yeah um but i mean yeah i mean that kind of ties into what we're getting into as far as like generational Mm -hmm. curses or generational Mm -hmm. cycles of like all right our parents um being minorities have gone through a lot of different things in their upbringings Yeah. yeah and that's been passed down and passed down to us that we our, our forms of discipline are very extreme at times. Right. And it's not necessarily necessary, but it all, some, for some reason we see a good in there. Yeah. So now as both of us, as parents, we have to make these, these decisions to say, do we continue doing what we, how we were raised or do we try to be more uh, progressive with it? Yeah. And that is, that's a real challenge. Like I, we still, I know I got a little trauma.
0: (laughs) Uh, I think both of us have plenty of trauma to go around. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a little for me. You know, I had plenty of trauma on that. I mean, it, it affects, you know, our mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as you know, we go through a lot enough already as black people, you know, and being treated by our own kind in that form or fashion can take a huge toll uh, negatively on our perspective on, on life. You know, so not saying that it would diminish me or like put me in a state of depression, but but it
1: is a possibility. But it is a
0: possibility because, you know, some parents go way beyond the mark of, of punishment, then becomes abuse. Yeah. You know, so I just um,
1: one of the things my parents always like to point out <clears throat> is that they feel like uh, our generation is like a lot weaker, a lot more like emotional to it. So, yeah. I mean, that being said, you got to realize you can't do a lot of things that you did. That were done to you in the sixties and seventies, and the things that you did to us in the nineties. Like, yeah. you can't continue that cycle if you realize that there's an inequality against us.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't I don't accept that uh, that phrase of that we are weaker than them. You know, I think that's just that's just uh, I
1: don't know, dog. They went through a lot.
0: <laughs> they did, They did go through a lot. I'll give them that, but that shouldn't give them the excuse that you know that oh you're. You're weaker than us. Like you're the would, weakest generation. I don't generation, necessarily take it weak,
1: I know I'm more privileged than them. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I mean, that's built off the backs of them and and my grandparents. Like yeah. we've we've uh, acclimated to a certain point that yes, I don't have to deal with a lot of things that you deal with, and a lot of things that you dealt with, I don't know how I would handle.
0: Yeah.
1: Like like I said, I give them a lot of credit, not necessarily my parents, but more like grandparents and stuff. Like civil rights was huge
0: yeah <laughs> and like I said
1: we kind of laughed about slavery but I mean that's that's what it's all deriving from essentially yeah. and it's just been passed down and passed down so yeah. now at the point no at in 2019 I don't feel like I'm as equipped you yeah. have to go through that harsh discipline on myself in order to get to where they they got to yeah so
0: not since we're on that note uh what is your whole thoughts on or how would you handle this type of situation now that you're a parent like how do you go about doing that
1: so I do kind of follow that narrative too of like a generation, each generation is kind of getting more and more privileged. So my daughter doesn't have to deal with like half of the issues of like growing up and uh, feeling underprivileged. I think like I work hard and I make sure everything's taken care of for her. So when it comes down to disciplinary actions, um, I don't feel the need or the, the aggression to kind of push as hard as my parents did to like make sure she's going to be fine. Like, She's been giving a lot of resources just growing up that Alexia is, is smart enough to know right from wrong, to make those good decisions, mm-hmm. and to avoid any type of conflicts. Not saying that I wasn't smart enough, but I mean, I guess I was more rebellious. Alexia's not necessarily a rebellious child. And then I know a lot of people who. Like kids are more curious than rebellion. Yeah. And it's more progressive and more civil mindset now to to have these genuine conversations. Yeah. Especially with a lot of them having access to the internet. Yeah. Like if they're not going to get to have these conversations with you or get this information from you, there, there's another mm-hmm. avenue. So you want to build that trust. That's a whole nother thing. I don't yep. know if I necessarily had had to build trust with my parents. Like they were my sole providers. And yeah. that's just kind of it is what it is. Um, you, I feel like with our children we have to build a solid level of trust or um, they have access to the internet they have access to, to CPS 911, all these type of things yeah. and ultimately things to come back in a, in a negative light on us if we were to pursue it in a more physical rationale like we grew up.
0: Yeah, because the moment we get all physical, and we'll talk about you know discipline in public, but I think uh, the moment we go into that phase of like we're going to spank you and we have to get all a little physical yeah to show that you know that we have to you know that we have to correct this behavior in some form or fashion then kids can automatically just piggybacking off what you said kids can automatically just record it yeah you know, put like, it on social crazy. media and then it becomes like the viral thing of mm-hmm. like it, you go you know, viral for, for yeah. disciplining your child exactly exactly and i just i you know i just find that so now we have to as parents have to change how do we discipline our kids without trying to resort to that
1: yeah we have to be adaptive with it because I mean I know if I try to do anything similar to what my parents did um and like it just Alexia just had to go to school the next day If she was distraught like her her teachers are inquiring her mm-hmm. principal's inquiring now they're they're questioning me everyone feels a lot more entitled because information is spread a lot quicker now
0: yeah so I think uh, when it comes to, for me, when, I, when I'm when i parenting and I'm trying to discipline my child, granted my child is only two years old, so... I mean, this is the time. I mean, I'm like yeah, this is the time she, you know, she may be taking in some things, but regardless, like, the earlier the better that you can discipline your child.
1: And what, is, what do you think is the appropriate age to, to start? As soon as possible, honestly. Like how? <laughs> I mean, I
0: think, like, I mean, no, seriously, it's just like, um, even when she comes out the womb, I'm like, still, I mean, I can't, like... I can't like hit her, but the moment she can, or the moment they can like be conscious of things or they're talking or whatever, right. At least just address them and like, Hey, like don't do that. Stop doing that, you know, or Hey, that's, that's actually correct. Like, you know, keep doing that. That's perfectly fine. You know? So, um, but as parents, you know, and, and we should always set, and reinforce the house rules Mm -hmm. you know as parents we should always put that like i think as parents you should imagine like okay what do i want my kid to be like in 18 years you know or whenever they hit 18 or whenever they hit whatever age adulthood adulthood like yeah Yeah. like whenever they hit maturity what do you want them to be like right and so you would imagine like okay so in order for me for them to get this you know you have to do this this and this and this this right so um the moment you said that you will be good i mean so you have to be proactive as parents you have to address it you have to talk about it you know um children will test you from day one definitely you know every <laughs> it's single in, it's in their nature it's in the nature every i mean and even adults we test each
1: other i mean i think the, the that's the child is of and it's still the inner child is ready to to For Bell or, you know, just be it's it's really just exploration, curiosity. Yeah, because- How far can
0: I get? Yeah, because here's the thing is that we do have parents out there who act like children. Yeah. You know, like they want to be friends with their child. You know, like- Oh, now you're going there. Oh, I'm going there. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just, I mean, but there's a thin line between being a friend with them and being a parent with them. Yeah, so So
1: like when I was talking about like building trust with them, Mm -hmm. that is that that area where things get kind of hazy. Yes, you build trust, but you also build trust- Uh, stating yourself as the adult in the situation
0: and that's what i was going to say like you know the moment you build that trust and you establish the fact that you are the parent and not a friend yeah then we can proceed on but if we still have difficulties trying to figure out which role is which then we have a problem
1: that's where a lot of things do go left when when parents decide to hey i want to be friends i it's more important for me to maintain this relationship Versus to to discipline and structure, like you said, have mm-hmm. the end goal of who I want this child to be as an adult. Mm-hmm. Whenever they they blur that line and say I'd rather have this relationship more, then the child has no other understanding than I know my parent wants this relationship because children are very receptive. Yeah, my parent wants this relationship more than they're willing to lose for me. Yeah, uh, one thing I feel like we didn't necessarily do is uh, when we define discipline, um, essentially it's. It's very close to like conditioning, but do you feel like discipline automatically requires punishment, or can you have discipline without punishment?
0: Um. Well, I think you can have discipline. Well, it depends. Okay, <laughs> now we're going into <laughs> another realm. Um. So, I'm just gonna grab something. So, as a teacher, right, there are different ways of handling. So, like as a teacher, there's there's this thing called classroom management where you have to manage your students yeah you know and of course that comes with some form of discipline and you have to set the tone and so on and so forth so there's not exactly where you like i have to resort to whooping so i mean mm-hmm. like you know i use in certain
1: situations you can't certain or, situations you can't. yeah for your yeah, profession yeah.
0: so for my profession but i like to relate my profession to my parenting because in some form or fashion actually they are similar when it comes to discipline you know i went to seminar where there was a black guy who's talking about how to manage your kids in relation to managing his own kids. Mm -hmm. He was saying like he out of, you know, he has kids between seven and 22, I believe. And he was saying like, um, out of all those times that they're growing up, you know, um, especially for the 22-year-old. He only spanked that 22-year-old like one time or two yeah. times, something like that.
1: Still felt it was necessary at one point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I felt it was necessary at one point. He, I mean, that might be a little... I mean, but,
1: I, I didn't want it to take away from your point, but yeah. still, I wanted, as we continue to progress with the conversation, I do want that to be very um, known that even though we do feel differently about a uh, spanking or whooping type thing it yeah. is uh, almost necessary at one point yeah just to kind of show It that, just hey depends this, on this, the this behavior. is real
0: yeah it's real i mean it's, it's just uh it just depends on the on the on the on the act that the child has done mm. so if um so if the child has done something really extreme then of course go ahead whoop your child right <laughs> but the fact of the matter is is you you, ha- you can't just like like you said you said your dad would just whoop you, right? Yeah, well, no no questions asked. And you're like, "What am I getting a spanking for? Yeah. Like, why am I, you know, why am I being beaten for something that I don't know about?" <laughs> you know. So it, it's good to at least address like this is what you did wrong and this is how you need to correct it. Okay. You know, so, so
1: kind of like establishing a procedure. Yeah, establishing a procedure. So um
0: So my thing is, uh, yeah, so establish the procedure. You could have it to where, like, even if your kid is acting up and you can have like a private conversation, you know, about like, hey, so I've noticed that you were doing this wrong. Right. And you can be like, instead of. I mean, this is kind of out there because so I'm a teacher. that was this, is,
1: say, this is seems like more workforce. Uh, I know, I know, than but, but parenting. But, but, but hear me out, though. Hear it's me Very out civil. Though. I would. Say, yeah, it's very civil. But I'm just
0: saying, like, and, and I'm I'm about to get to my point in just a little bit. You can have it to where the kid can say, like, okay, how can we how can we correct this behavior, right? You don't give the you don't give the solution. You let the kid give you that solution, mm-hmm. right? And then when the kid gives you, they can either, either they actually give you something or they say, I don't know. Right. And then you keep pressing that envelope, like, okay, how can we do this? I know you did that. And then you can walk them through like, okay, here's what, you know. And so once we come to some type of solution where the kid gives you the answer, then you can like, all right, now that you got that, we're going to go ahead and do that. All right. And then what are the consequences, if you happen to do it again. Yeah. So you put, so all it is, is accountability on the kid. That's yeah. it. No, I you mean, know? that's good. So, that's
1: a very, like I said, we're yeah. talking about different methods yeah. other than uh, the physicality part. Yes. Yeah. Accountability I mean, is, is a strong part of discipline. Yeah.
0: So it's just, I mean, the, granted, this is not going to work for, uh, for every child, for yeah. every single child. This is just based off of me being a teacher and what I've been taught, you know? So, you know, and then once when they address the, the solution and, uh and then address a, a consequence then you would have them well you don't have to go this far but as a teacher like you would have them sign like a like a contract mm-hmm. or an agreement saying hey i'm gonna do this if i don't do this and follow through then i'm gonna like here are my consequences sign it off date it and that's that's Definitely. it i mean yeah. that's
1: teaching them life skills I mean. that's teaching like, life skills that's, that's So how you, you work through problems yeah
0: Because if we don't discipline them, then, you know. There's no rules. There's no rules. And then you would have some kids like. Anarchy. Anarchy. Because, okay, I've been in a meeting with a parent who treats their kid like a child. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, no joke, their child would tell them what they are going to do that day.
1: Oh, so, sorry, in reverse. So you yeah. had a, a child who chat their who defines who defies their, their, their parent, parent. Okay. And
0: says like like for instance, like they'd be like, Mom, dad, I'm going out to the store. I'll be back in fifteen minutes at nine o'clock at night on a school night. You know? Yeah, that's that's tough. That's real tough. And I'm like like when I heard that I was like, what? If my dad, if I told my dad that I'm leaving the house at nine o'clock on a school night to go to the store, and I'm walking to the store or driving to the store at that time, like he wouldn't think twice about so how. So why do you think
1: that is? Like, why is that why is that not okay?
0: Because, for one, I mean, well, for one, it's just you're a child. You don't know what's out there. You you don't you can't like you're you're. Your mind has not developed to that point Mm -hmm. where you can make brass decisions like that, where you can just go on and say, all right, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Even though I am 13 or 14 years old, I have the right to say what I want to say, you know, but you're not at that stage yet. You know, you've never had to pay a bill in your life. You've never had to deal with true struggles, you know, where you actually had consequences that were forced upon you because of your actions, Right, so, so by doing that, that that is a very small smidge factor that won't that would you know result in you being in a deeper hole than you are now. You know, I mean, this is just I'm just saying. No, for I mean, I,
1: really, I just wanted to pick the pick the brain about that essentially. Yeah. See, I know off top based off of just our upbringing, it's like that's just a, a huge red flag or just a flare yeah. up that. Yeah. a child be able to declare themselves mm-hmm. um, but I think like I said with us being progressive and understanding like we both have you no know, smart daughters they're gonna get to a point where if we're continuously pushing them forward and pushing mm-hmm. them to be more independent there's, there's a respect level I think that's the yeah the changing factor in that if it's yeah. respectful <clears throat> and there's an understanding that you know we there's rules in place and there will be consequences for your actions Right, mm-hmm. like, then I think there there is a place, a time and place for that where a child can say, hey, you know, this is under your rules and regulations. If this is okay, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And <clears throat> this is different. And it goes back to, like, explaining
0: your role as well. Like, in our previous episode, like, you have to establish your mark. Like, you have to establish that you are the parent.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, some, there's a difference between asking and telling. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because if... If your kid does that,
0: then like I said, you have a problem and you have not established the fact that you're a father yeah. you know, or a parent in this case. And you're just letting your kid run all over you because either A, you're afraid to discipline your child and you just want to just let them like, oh, they'll figure it out on their own because that's your excuse for everything. Like, oh, they'll figure it out. Like, whatever gets to the real world, he's going to figure it out or she's going to figure it out. No, like... that's totally wrong and you won't get far with that. But they might get far, but I mean, I think it
1: does. It causes a lot of chaos when, when we are interacting with these different people and we have relationships with people, you can tell who's been disciplined at home and who hasn't been disciplined. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, And we call it home training essentially, but still you, it it shows in, in people's thoughts and decisions of, did you really think that through? No one's ever checked you like that before. Um and you've never seen the, the dark side of a consequence or I had the fear of it. Yeah. Fear is something I want to talk about too. Yeah, let's talk about it real quick. Um I think when it comes down to discipline, I mean that was there's the physicality part of it, but I think it's more the fear. Yeah. The notion of fear that if um if I don't do this right, um something is going to happen. Yeah. And that's what ultimately develops into like a mental health type of thing. It's like I'm always afraid of what <laughs> happens if I don't get something right. Yeah. Um, that pressure continues to build because this this the uh, the fear of being disciplined or the fear of consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite songs is uh, Kendrick Lamar "Fear," like when yeah, he's talking too. about just the the repetitive nature of, of black households of uh, always like you better do this, you better do this, or else, or yeah. else, or mm-hmm. else, and that just continues to push forward into your mindset of like like I said, if I the fear of of, of failure or the fear of being inadequate because you you can't accomplish what your parents have set up for you or you know you you don't fall in line with your parents' discipline so you're always being consequent, always given consequences. Yeah. So that's a real thing. That's you no know, moving forward is something I want to avoid with like with my daughter. Yeah. Because growing up for me it's kind of like it was always like like I said the fear of always getting in trouble, of always losing something or always just mm-hmm. being under under punishment. It it weighs heavy on you yeah. to where sometimes you don't want to do anything. And I got to the point where spankings didn't even bother me at this point. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you at a certain point as you continue to grow older. Not saying like my father or my parents can like overpower me. It's just like yeah. it was more of a repetitive nature. Yeah. Like, all right, you do this, you're gonna get con- gonna get consequences for it. But is am I learning how to change the action? There was no. There's no up. Um, no rebuilding. Mm-hmm. no discipline over time essentially is breaking it down and i, I attribute that a lot to this military mindset like military yeah. mindsets all right we're going to break you down from whatever you were before and then we're going to build you up into what you want to be yeah but that building up part is crucial when it comes to discipline discipline yeah. over time will continuously beat somebody down or berate them down okay. but if you don't build them up like we said into who we want them to be then they end up in this eternal feeling of like all right it's, it's I'm just going to continue being the cycle of always being disappointed, always being seeing the consequences of my action. That's not something I want for, for Alexia or for anybody else. Like Uh I want you to see that hope and that glimmer. Like, okay, I, just like you did with like an action plan, essentially. Like if I repair these actions, I can see a better success. Yeah.
0: And just piggybacking off of that. um, I definitely agree with all that. I think uh, to add on top of that, it's good to kind of have like some type of reward system. Now I know mm-hmm. that sounds kind of weird, you know, like why would you want to, re- It re-
1: only sounds weird to us. I'm yeah, like- I know
0: it sounds weird, but like I said, this is just based off of what I learned from teaching. So, um, <clears throat> you know, so you have positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement, positive punishment and negative punishment. So anytime when I say positive, I'm talking about you're adding something into the mix, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Whenever I'm saying negative, I'm saying taking away something from the mix. So for instance, like, If you do something correct, like you do the right behavior, you, you know, I, you know, and you do something right, then I would like, that's positive, like, you know, positive reinforcement. I am, I would give you like a cookie for the correct behavior. Right. Now, negative reinforcement is like, let's say, for instance, like, I mean, everybody, you know, we all have cars and, you know, all the fine tech stuff. But whenever we have to put in our seatbelt, you know, there's that little Blinker that little beep that always beeps at us, like you know, put your seatbelt on, put your seatbelt on. So, that's you know, so in order to take that away, we have to buckle our seatbelt.
1: This reminds me of uh Pavlov's law, <laughs> yeah, like the conditioning aspect, as bad as it, it seems. Mm-hmm. this is like, I mean, yeah, we're between positive and negative reinforcement, you're mm-hmm. conditioning someone especially during childhood, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is going to reward me. This is going to give me consequences. Yeah. And I mean, it's crazy how that psychology like just sticks with you.
0: hmm Yeah. But, uh, but drawing into positive punishment, you know, that can be served as like adding a whooping, putting more chores, adding more, you know, fuel to the fire, maybe some capital punishment with my mom. I don't like you this know?
1: capital punishment. I don't like it either, but I'm just saying <laughs> it exists.
0: It exists today. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I got to address the situation, but but negative reinforcement for us is like you're taking something away. So, you know, this this is uh, this is more for people outside of, you know, pe- uh, people of color um, where they get their phones taken away mm-hmm. or, you know, there's no more TV and no more Xbox or PlayStation. You can't be doing certain things. You know, sometimes you can have where, you know, I take away your freedom to go outside, a.k.a. grounding. Yeah. You know, so that's all these different forms of, of punishment. But I would say... You know, when Amelia gets older you know, or as she's coming of age, of course, I'm like, hey, good job. You know, like as simple as just saying good job or like, you know, well done, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's a positive. That's a positive thing for the child. And
1: that's kind of like a, a verbal reward. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's It's encouragement. It's and it encouragement, is It is yeah. a reward. It's not, yeah. it's not a physical one. Yeah. But it's something that helps build their spirit and help build their morale. Yeah. I know one thing I struggle with is um, like the negative punishment, essentially like trying to transition that with a child who has the internet. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, she could be attached to any type of physical toy that she wants. Um, But ultimately I feel like a lot of these kids these days just want access to the internet. And if you, if you can find a way to really take that away from them, then you'll have somewhat of a a a breakthrough, but it's hard. Like eight Mm -hmm. hours a day, she's at school where she has access to the internet As she grows older. Like, Yes, I can essentially put her in her room or keep her there all the time. But there's yeah. There's Wi Fi. Every single device has connectivity to something. Uh that's a good observation. I think uh um now that's something that we
0: probably cannot control. But we I mean I feel like we have like, to get I mean, away
1: we have I mean, to get ahead of it somehow. We have
0: to get ahead of it somehow. I mean what I'm what I'm talking about is we don't have control of them like because yeah, Wi-Fi, there's devices everywhere, schools, you know. Uh, schools, uh, different computer places, you have home, you know. And I would say just starting off with something personal as like a phone would be a good thing. But of course they can like say, all right, I'm going to go ahead and pull up my laptop, you know, or I'm going to go ahead and head to school. And yeah, like,
1: like I need to do some homework. Like yeah, yeah. How, do you, how do you punish a child from the internet when they need to do homework? Yeah. I mean, so, you sitting or, unless you sitting across uh, or sitting over their shoulder. Yeah,
0: but luckily we do have some. There are some uh, programs where you can limit their access to certain things. So if you know that the teacher is going to be using these programs for school. Or for you know, or for assignments or whatever, then you can just tell the program. You like,
1: really gotta get deep. Dig- you gotta really dig deep in that. I yeah. don't know about you. I grew up in the in the area of parental yeah. controls, and yes, yeah. they've been more advanced. But mm-hmm. parental controls were not that advanced, for, or nothing too complicated for me not to get around.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there is one, like just uh, if there's one out there, guys, just yeah, I'm open to all types of resources. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Because, I, yeah, the Internet is something hard to, to navigate because mm-hmm. it's so vast and there's so many different ways yeah. to get to it. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to limit. And then once you do limit it, it's like, all right, like my child does not know life without the Internet. Yeah. So I mean, that's taking it a completely. Yeah, yeah. Taking it completely away, um, completely drains her. Mm hmm. But at times, I mean, she my she also is creative, so it's kind of like, all right, I can sit in this space without the internet, and I can just imagine the internet. And I don't, I've, I know, I struggled as Alexia grew up, just trying to discipline her mm-hmm. from an aspect of like, all right, negative punishment, like I'm taking something away from you, mm-hmm. because I mean, the internet has expanded her creativity level, so she yeah. doesn't necessarily need anything, and she'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. What if we did
0: it to where? I know this is gonna sound weird, but what if we took away the phone and actually applied like tactile stuff, like something tangible? Like you were saying, like she's creative. We can probably say, all right, I'm gonna take away your phone, but I want you to draw something for me, or I want you to express to me. In a, like, in a way how you feel about this type of situation or how you can correct, I don't know. Just, no, no, I, like, I think that's a, that's a yeah. good line of thought. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because, I mean, I've, I've thought about that, too, since you, whenever, if the negativity or the negative punishment is not yeah. efficient, like, you still have to put something something else behind it. And it doesn't have to be as negative. I think, like yeah. I said, I've been more conditioned to, like, the more negative it is, the harder it's going to hit. Yeah. But, no, there is stuff like that where I've had Alexia have to, like, write out what you did type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And that is, that's... um consequence enough for her like to have to yeah. sit down and like write it's not what she wants to write but she knows she has to do it type thing something tangible that i can see and i can bring back up like hey we went over this already you've already gone through this yeah um but yeah it's, i mean it's learning how to how to navigate with this generation z yeah where taking away stuff doesn't always work for them unless you get to the point where it's the phone and now you're taking away the phone which is their communication device for yeah. most and so you send your child out without a phone if that's something they've become attached to or you yeah. become com- comfortable with. That that's how I communicate with you throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's something that we probably have to figure out on our own. I think uh, <laughs> I was thinking in my head, like, instead of having a smartphone, we could just have like a flip phone. But then again, it's just like they can probably hack it or they can probably. I mean, like, yeah, I don't yeah.
1: know if you, you have to bring back one of your old flip phones I've even now, flip phones now fit. Flip phones now yeah. still have access to the internet. Yeah, And then, I mean, a whole nother tangent of that is essentially now you're opening your child up to to more peer pressure, bullying type thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about children. Like they're not going to be as mentally uh, stable or strong enough to handle the fact of, of embarrassment in certain situations. Right. Which to tie back to our different forms of punishment that was a different form of punishment for I know for me growing up it's like all right mm-hmm. you want to act out type thing all right I'm gonna keep you in this situation I'm gonna have you in this embarrassing situation yeah so yeah I mean discipline in public type yeah. thing discipline yeah um I'm trying to think I had a lot of just uh, public things for for my parents because like that's, that's one, what worked
0: yeah like for one what yeah so public humiliation mm-hmm. yeah right public is humiliation. one where like for instance like if a kid was to act up and I called a parent <clears throat> they would you know so all right i'm gonna be up, like for <laughs> one parent did show up to uh one of my students class and mm-hmm. she was with her the whole time i like that like that was yeah. like i
1: like that where he's just like okay i'm gonna be with you the whole day i'm gonna have to miss a day at work <laughs> i'm trying not you to know? dip too deep into our traumas but yeah i remember growing up with the fear like my parents at any time will show up at the school and they will sit with me because mm-hmm. there were parents who, who would do that and it was yeah. encouraged like yeah And it's kind of weird. It's like it was openly encouraged to, I guess, in a teacher's mindset, to hold your child accountable. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, from a child's mindset, it's it's pretty much it was a green light that your parents can come up here and embarrass Mm -hmm. you and beat you in public. Yeah. I
0: remember speaking of, I remember when my dad said, like, look, son, if you mess up in class or if you act up in any form or fashion. He's not this quiet, by the way. I'm just saying. (laughs) But if you mess up in any form or fashion, best believe I'm going to come up there, right? And I'm going like, uh, to, like, pull you in front of the whole class, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just going to, like, lay, lay that belt on you in front of everybody. Yeah, and, and, and I don't care if the principal or the police comes in to come pull you off. I me don't think feet. my child can like, handle that. I was like, I'm going to, like, I'm going like, to get my licks in today because best believe, I had to take a day off of work today Yes, to to come and correct you because, you you know, you can't get your your ish together. And, you know, and now we're going to miss one day of pay because of your actions. Thank you very much, Zach. Yeah. So with that being said, try me.
1: <laughs> like I you said, know, and like, that comes down like, to that fear. Because yeah, yeah, like, now you, <clears throat> even with that situation, that's um, a lot of parents. It's I, I know for my parents, it took a long time for them to realize that you... Um, perpetuate a lot of your your internal feelings and your internal anger onto disciplinary acts. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes the cause and you no know, factor into the means, I think. It was just like, I'm upset because this, this, and this happened. And also something else happened completely unrelated. I'm combining the two and I'm letting, I'm releasing it through discipline. Yeah. I'm not saying my parents took joy in discipline, <laughs> but I felt like that it was some type of release for them
0: yeah I mean I can say the release from my from my parents especially for my dad it was getting that that whooping like he that was his main re- like resource for everything <laughs> i mean he like over time whenever we got older you know he did start like just talking to me one-on-one or talking to me and my my siblings one-on-one about our actions uh but in the early stages yeah it was always like butt whooping butt whooping yeah but moving for everything and then threatening 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 for every single thing that i do so he was he was aggressive as f you know but uh yeah i mean it'll put the fear of god in you like Mm -hmm. oh snap i'm about to like if i if i do one thing wrong like anything and then you get all paranoid like am i doing this right yeah am i doing this right? especially when things happen with
1: no warning and there's no explanation it's like all right what did i do wrong we all know like the the yell from downstairs or, like, yeah. the yell across the, oh, yeah. across the house. Uh-huh. Like, what did I do?
0: Yeah. Oh, and, when they say your whole name, too. Yeah. First, middle, and last. They just, like, <laughs> Have you had to pull
1: that with Amelia? No, I no, just... so. It's early on,
0: but... It's too early right now to tell, but I would say, I mean, I would still call out her name. I mean, I would, honestly, I would just pull it to the side and say, hey, um, so what's going on? <laughs> I mean, Bobby Stern about it, like, so... <laughs> So, I want you to tell me the truth. What's really going on? The you start talking you know? with
1: her hands. Like, <laughs> but I mean,
0: but here's the thing though. Like, she goes to daycare right now, and mm-hmm. every time she gets in trouble. Uh, of course the you know the teachers let us know like what did she do like the thing that's very common for her is that she bites kids
1: oh whoa! Yeah. she
0: <laughs> bites kids and i will, and the teacher said it's a common thing at an age i'm like no it ain't gonna be common yeah, for it us it is <laughs> not <laughs> gonna be common be, for like you know and she's like the only black girl in there mm. you know black quote unquote because you know her skin color but that's the of the point the thing about it is like look you cannot be biting kids You know, and, you know, the mother would always correct her right there when she picks her up, like, say sorry, that kind of thing. And sometimes it goes to that point where there's incident reports, you know, and then they have to address the parent. I'm like, oh, man, I don't feel like talking to the parent about this. You know, I don't want, you know, Amelia's mom to have to go through all that mess because of Amelia's. So we would, of course, discipline her and, you know, speak to her about like, hey, what did you do wrong? Like, why did you do that? And. You know, you're not supposed to be doing that. You know, and so when we ask her these questions, she's like this.
1: Say, say, yeah, <laughs> and I gotta say, she's just. But I mean, my, this is prime yeah. time for you. You about yeah. to, you going through about to go through terrible twos and all that. Hey, I'm ready. I'm so ready. It's so it's setting setting that standard. So, um, but I just,
0: I for one can say, like for me, I resort to whoopings last. Mm-hmm. Like that is my last thing, my last resort, because. I mean for us has been traumatizing. So I don't, like you said, I don't, don't want, want to continue to, cycle. I don't want to continue that cycle. I want to have that conversation because you know, like I said, generational cycle, you know, it's going to create that or it's going to keep on moving forward and throughout our generation and I think the best thing to do is just have that conversation way early on in the in the game, you know. Um I like the fact that um Amelia's mom, her relatives uh uh or Amelia's mom's uh aunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So, <laughs> uh what she would do with her kids is um it's her uh aunt in in Seattle. She would uh every Saturday, she would sit down with her kids, you know, no matter what age they were. They would she would sit down with her kids, they would eat breakfast, you know, talk about so how's going, you know, how school and everything. And You know, they'll lead off with that very soft and then eventually they would get to the hard points like, okay, so I understand that we had uh, a situation that occurred this week, Hmm. you know. So what did you guys think about it?
1: Okay, that's very, very open ended. I don't know if I'm that I mean, I'm not that open yet. I I think I can get there because I like
0: the fact that we're sharing breakfast together. We're having an open conversation, you know, and. In a way, like and and as teachers, like, from what the book says that we have to do as teachers is we have to set the rules at the very beginning of the school year, and usually uh, it entails where you would have the students make up the rules for you, or you would work it out together. You know, I'm not too comfortable doing that because, you know, I want my classroom to run the way I want it to be. Yeah, you
1: know. I feel like your household should be even more. It like, should be just it's like exactly that. how yeah. I want it to
0: be. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, it's a nice example to have. It's just you know, different strokes for different folks and Definitely. different families. It just depends on your your whole stamina on your on your on your parenting.
1: Yeah, but, but that sounds like it would be exhausting. Yeah. I gotta wait to to Saturday. No, I mean you
0: don't <laughs> have to wait till Saturday. You could like. I was just saying, like, That's, I mean,
1: I'm more direct. Like, yeah, all right, I, this is, I saw this happen. Uh-huh. We're gonna we're gonna handle this right now. <laughs> Doesn't have to be as aggressive, but it's like, yeah. I'm i I'm a stern, I'm stern for the look. Mm-hmm. I hit you with the look already. Oh, the look, the, the stare the at mama death, look Like, yeah. was mm. what do you think is about to happen right now? Yeah, I like um, look. If I'm a grand like Lexi's older, so I've gone through a lot of that. I mean, but it started off in the terrible twos. Like you, yeah. Every parent needs to establish that look that your child knows that, that it's not it's not a game right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we have something that we need to talk about. So I have yeah. changed from like the look because like we all had the look growing up type thing. But the look mm-hmm. also was followed by like physical. Like all right, yeah. yeah, something about to happen. But it's also like all right, I've gotten you know you, you get down to your child's eye level, and it's like mm-hmm. all right. We, do we need to have a talk? Like, do we need to step outside? or do See, we next- and that's,
0: that's where I kind of disagree with you on getting on like eye level with, um, getting on eye level with, uh, with your child. Because really? and here's the thing is that if you go eye level with your child and you say, do we need to have a conversation that kind of entails like, you know, like, like when I say getting on eye level, like not bending over and looking at them, like literally like crouching yeah, like, down about, yeah, and having a conversation because, uh and studies it says that like if you're even with your child like as far as height is concerned that shows that both you guys are equal i know that's psychologically speaking but but if you were to stand like if you were to have like look down at your child and your child's looking up at you then that comes off as like oh he's domineering or like he's uh he's he's the authoritative person so i think for me like granted like she's only two but for me i'm like i'm still like i think i'm gonna uh, do the tactic of just looking down at my child like do we have a conversation about this you know not crouching mm-hmm. down like that's just that's just how i would do things because that way like you're not speaking at an equal plane you're you know you're speaking down and she's that she's speaking up and so that comes off as authoritative. So you're like, no, this is what you're going to do. And this is how you're going to do it. You know, I'm just giving an example. But, you know, yeah, and of course, enough. if the if the kid like rebels or, you know, if there's some camaraderie, like, nope, I'm the parent here. It's because, you know, it's like, why do I have to do that? Because I said so. You know, you don't have to. like. I don't think. A parent doesn't really have to explain why they should do this. Oh, really, It should just be more. I mean, if you want to go down that route, that's fine. But then that gives an open gap for your kid to just jump in and be like, but, but, you know, but like, why, like, why can't I do this if somebody does that? I think that?" initial like that. explanation
1: yeah. is, is necessary. Yeah. Growing up, never but, getting an explanation. Yeah. Didn't cause me to have any reason to to fix it because I didn't know what the true issue was. Yeah. So having somewhat of an explanation to say, okay, well, this is what you did wrong and this is why I don't appreciate it type thing. Yeah. Or like this is what you could have done type thing.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying like if the kid is argumentative, you know, I mean, granted, yes, we will be doing that. I I think I want to do that where like at the very beginning, like we're always being proactive and we are establishing the fact that. Uh, this is what you need to do, and this is the you know this is right and this is wrong, right? That's that's already a given, right? But if the action continues, or if it's like you know another offense of some sort, that's whenever I implement like I'm gonna stand above you. Like, do we need to have a conversation about this, right? And if they're argumentative, I'm like, nope. What I say goes. Like that's it, you know. So, and um, because you are the parent. Because if you're that open, like going back to Amelia's mom's mm-hmm. aunt. If you're that open, then that opens the playing field for what is. I mean, it, it it can either go both ways. Like I said, different strokes for different folks. But you're just opening up more, more loopholes for the kid to jump into. That's you know more more of a way for them to test your gangsta as as the millions as the million. I mean, I can says, I can so. definitely
1: see see the opportunity, I, yeah. but I think it is establishing your dominance and not necessarily being such a in a domineering way type of thing. Like yeah. I. Even when you were saying like looking down at your child, yeah. like I understand, like there is a dominance. Under, yeah,
0: I'll be understanding on certain occasions, but but going back to like crouching down and being even with your kid, nah, nah, I'm 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 gonna be uh, right above you, like whenever we have a conversation, hmm. you know.
1: Like I said, I mean, it's, I mean, I I can see it. To me, it's, it's coming down. You're, I'm coming down to your level so I can I can understand. Also, I can have that face to face concept yeah. Like I'm I'm right here. Yeah, no, like, I it's, understand it's, you. From... It's me and you. We 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 need to handle this right now. Nah, and I understand there's, there's Nothing you from... in between us. It's, it's yeah. me right in front of your face. Yeah,
0: and nah,
1: then nah. I'm going right back up to my position, <laughs> and I'm under, Hopefully, we've come to understanding at this point. <laughs> Yeah, we don't. You don't want me to be that close to your face. No, I'm gonna I'm understand that. Like I'm gonna be in your face
0: from a, from from up top, like you know, death from above kind of thing. Like I'm. Like so, how does that we, work? Like like I'm, we can
1: like we could still have a conversation. Like not. She's not paying you any attention. How do you How do you do that from afar? So you you, you get the death star, She turns. She turns around.
0: That's that's a good point.
1: Yeah, but I mean. <laughs>
0: Nah, nah. like we we're like, having it at all. <laughs> no, we're going to have this conversation. I don't care what you say. We're going to have an open conversation about this one way or another. But, But I see what you're saying. I'm just saying that for me, like you know I, this is just a study based upon what i heard so i haven't reached that point just yet but as of right now that's what i'm doing no i can like, see yeah. it both ways yeah, i, yeah, I, I want to make ways.
1: sure i don't, I don't want it to come off like hey like because we talked about in the earlier earlier yeah. it's like if you have that that true friend relationship, i'm not coming yeah. down as a friend i'm yeah. coming down to say now, hey, look, look at me yeah. i'm looking at you yeah. we have an issue right now and we need to fix this right now now let's just say
0: for instance like we have it to where, like um I don't know, like, let's say, for instance, like, uh, uh, somebody hurt Amelia, right? Or something bad happened, like, nothing that she can control, right? It's just, like, something bad that happened to Amelia. Then I'll be like, all right, I'm going to, like, crouch down, come to your love, like, are you okay? Okay, so like, it's kind like of like thi- your compassion level. Yeah, that's I my mean. compassion level. But whenever it comes to disciplinary, I'm standing straight up, like, straight up looking down at you. That's how I handle things. Okay. Yeah.
1: No, I can, I can definitely rock with that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, this is just ours, of course. I mean, open to hear anybody else's style when it comes to that direct um, direct communication and de- direct reaction to, to issues, mm-hmm. to disciplinary actions, essentially. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, to me, that, <clears throat> that puts a better resolve than just the immediate, like, reactionary smack or the reactionary just yeah. hit. Yeah. And it's like, all right, there's just some level of... Um, gap in between our reactions it says hey let's sit down or let's analyze this out before i react to do something crazy yeah because i mean kids are going like you said kids are always going to push you every day so it is it's hard to stop that second nature like all right this is a child and put a child in a child's place and that's that is hard But I think, I mean, I think both of our methods are are sufficient and we would also have to be adaptive with it. Like, yeah, as Amelia gets older, those those stares and those conversations might not work. Mm -hmm. Alexia has pushed that button. Yeah. Uh, Lying is hard. Yeah. (laughs) Lying is so tough trying to. What do you mean by lying? Like, you Like, dealing, dealing okay. with a child who, who we'll know, who's going to push the truth type thing or, you know, yeah. alter the truth type thing. Yeah. Where it's not something immediate, like, okay, you did something wrong. I have the proof here. And you're going to get immediate consequence. It's mm-hmm. Just like white lies are, like, altering stories. And that's whereas normally uh, growing up, it's like, all right, the parent don't have to believe your story or not. They're going to go off of their truth.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but trying to be more progressive and allowing her to express herself, but also be like, hey. I know you're wrong, yeah, and we're not about to go back and forth, yeah. So it's kind of like uh, pretty much not explain yourself, but you want to explain yourself, yeah. That's always been a weird line for me because like I don't want to be so reactionary. It's like I just don't believe you. I don't. I don't trust you right now. Mm -hmm. So consequence. No, let's let's have a explain yourself. I explain to you where you're wrong, and that's the end of discussion. But like we at least got to have that dialogue.
0: Sometimes I like to. Uh, I want to snoop, like get both sides of the coin just so I can understand like, uh, okay, because as parents, we have the tendency of like saying, oh no, you're wrong. And here's the consequence. Yeah. That's it. You know, but I think as a parent, we should get a better understanding of what else happened. Like, how did you arrive to the situation? Is there somebody else involved? Is there a witness? You know, I'm not sounding like a detective, <laughs> but I'm just saying that like, this uh, is a case. this is like a case, but I'm just saying that, how did you arrive to this situation? Sometimes I have to snoop a little bit. I have to dig a little deeper on how did you get to this bad behavior? What is the root of it all? Yeah. I love you know, logic so,
1: based reasoning yeah. with, with Alexia. Yeah. Uh, just even just being deductive. Like, all right, yeah. here's where we started with based off the information you told me. Yeah. This is where uh, the reasonable logical conclusion is. And that's not where you're at. So yeah. something is wrong. Yeah. And I
0: and and I hate to say this, but um sometimes it could be like you have to be uh emotionally uh uh thoughtful of of your actions you know mm-hmm. so because we don't know every single thing like we'll probably know about what 96% of all like of our kids stuff until they get a little bit older uh, I'd give
1: that lower than that What <laughs> like kids yours... are gone eight hours of the day
0: that's true so I mean you're gonna know majority of it but it's just I
1: mean it depends on your level with your child but even still yeah. I feel like there's a there's a strong level of we send our kids out to be conditioned by school mm-hmm. and that's why they're in a school for 8 hours a day and then it's a part of like alright we do the rest and that that balance can be very offset so I mean you yeah. get to see a lot I'm pretty sure you see a lot of stuff in your students that their parents will never see oh yeah so that's, see that's the, the reality we send yeah. our kids out for a lot of time so there's, a, there's an aspect of them that they're still developing and school might be their trial and error. Like school is where growing up, you kind of feel yourself and like, all right, I mean, essentially, let me that's see what how school it's for. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's what it's for. So, but I mean, you're saying world. like
1: getting to know or knowing your child's, I think it's like, I give it maybe like 70%. Yeah.
0: Okay. I could roll with that. I could roll with that. I think, you know, as parents, we shouldn't. And, you know, like I said, I, I work at a title one school And I see this all the time and I hate this. And Yeah, I said hate. I hate it when, you know, uh, parents get so angry and so upset with their child that they resort to fighting, you know, or like physical altercations where. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, like where you're punching your kid. Because they did like did something wrong, like why'd you spill that milk? I mean, that's oh, <laughs> in the face, you <laughs> it's know, going like going
1: back to your corporal punishment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just
0: like, why do you want to punch a kid? You know, and then also, you know, uh, which I faced a lot is you know verbal abuse, where you're just saying like, you know, you're not you're not worth anything, you're nothing, you know, you're worthless to this world, like or calling them out of their name, like name calling kind of thing, like that is something that is not supposed to, you know like parents in general are supposed to be uplifting. We're supposed to be guidance. We're supposed to be uh there for the child when we you know when they need us the most. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, we're not your friends. We are your parents. Understand the difference. Okay? We are we are not your friends. We are your parents. So we must understand that I know I'm I'm, I'm going back and forth, but you must understand the difference, you know. So with that being said, uh don't physically hit your kid like in public by, by, yeah in public <laughs> or punch them <laughs> or kicking them or doing some type nah, of like nah. physically karate I mean, moves these nah. all sound
1: like abusive <laughs> yeah abusive acts yeah but i mean i guess we can talk about drawing where is that line get drawn like spankings were in i would feel like the way that we got spanked and we got whooped in today's day and age would be classified as abuse mm-hmm uh, you can't necessarily do that anymore. Like I said, too much access, too much yeah. freedom. Yeah. Uh, things get reported. Yeah. Um, so where, where do you draw that line at? Like, where do you feel like the furthest you can go? To... Well, I mean, just when it comes down to punishing physically. Because, I mean, we, <clears throat> we've talked about different avenues of, like, not being physical. Yeah. But there is still, like I said from the beginning, there's, a, there's there... an aspect of yeah. physicality that, all right. Yeah. At some point... I, I can yeah. I can either go with the fear that I will do it, or at some point I will do it. Yeah. So it's a spanking. It's a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Uh, a pop in the mouth a yeah. pop in the forehead. Yeah. Where I did, mean, where is that line get the drawn? The great
0: thing about spanking,
1: <laughs>
0: as as weird as it sounds, is that it's a quick and easy disciplinary tool. Like we can easily just like pop. That's wrong. Don't do it again. Because that associate, you know, that one painful moment. Uh, associates to that one bad behavior, which in return says like, okay, don't do that anymore. Right. Um, And then, yeah, there are some long-term results. Right. And that's because of that whole fear
1: of punishment. But your question was what again, is that, I I mean, for you personally, where, where do you draw your lines at to where um, it's, it's still disciplinary action versus like abuse. Like what's, what's going too far? I think,
0: for me like where i would draw the line is like i mean spankings but i would set the number like all right like because of your actions you get like five like i mean it's just so but,
1: spanking by the letter, <laughs> by the letter.
0: <laughs> like since your name is amelia we're gonna yeah. have to spank you this number of times no, no 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 i think like uh like i think for me since try to have that conversation first before anything else you know, start off easy. I know we've been repeating ourselves on that part, but start off with the conversation and then reinforce that with the conversation again if the action happens. And then if it happens again, then yeah, then a spanking. But I would never, never punch my kid or yeah. you know, verbally abuse them. Like I like that's the line where I will never cross is uh or just or just straight up abandoning them altogether. You know, oh I mean it's like,
1: extreme. I know because
0: like there's some kid parents. Punishment yeah. at that point. <laughs> like where what I mean by that is like saying like not talking to you because there are like um especially in the Asian community, like whenever you're in trouble, like
1: Oh, like the dishonor?
0: Yeah, like <laughs> you are were dishonorable like dishonorable <laughs> to the family. So I'm no longer gonna speak to you for these amount of days. Right. So and that's just another form of, of punishment. Yeah. You know, and that right there you know and that goes back to what you were saying like you're not saying anything to me i don't know what to correct i don't know what to what to change you know so i can you know uh be a better you know child to you that kind of thing so it's it's good to just like i said just having a conversation like spanking's last resort of all things but don't overdo it to where it's like I'm going to spank you tomorrow, like, I'm going to spank you right now, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I would give fair warning to my kid, um, like, all right, if you're not, if you don't correct your act, like, for instance, like, you know, temper tantrums all the time as a two-year-old, you're going to face it, right? I'm like, uh, if you don't correct your behavior by the time I reach five, you know, then you're going to get a spanking, right? And it's just like one tap on the thigh, and that's it, you know? And... Um, and then of course, you know, I it down and all that other kinds of stuff. And then I'm like, all right, here we go. And then I'm like, you want another one? Like, you know, it's just one tap, like real quick, <laughs> like, <nothing. laughs> like one hard tap and that's it. So, um, but I, I try to give them a chance to correct themselves. So you have to give them that chance, you know, that's the whole purpose of this discipline is like, okay, let's see if they can actually change themselves. Then they don't then yeah then we go ahead and move on to our consequences. No, I
1: mean I definitely I definitely agree. I think when it comes to like drawing those limits and drawing those lines to make sure you aren't overdoing it when it comes to discipline. Yeah. Like for me, I know I can't discipline um in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Because I know to me that's that's a trigger. Like yeah. I know how my parents were and I've seen other people. When you discipline yeah. in the heat of the moment, you're you're amplified up. Yep. And you gotta realize you're dealing with a child. And you're just
0: going based off of impulse. You're yeah, like, it's I'm an impulse. Gonna, yep, yep. So
1: it's more of like, all right, we had this conversation. You will get a disciplinary action later. So yes, it does allow some room for grace type thing for me to kinda of soften my heart at times. But I just know I can't do it in the at in the in the heat of the moment.
0: Yeah. I I can agree with you uh to a certain extent on that because I feel that if you don't handle it at the heat of the moment, either A, you will probably forget it. Like, you know, and you say, I'm going to go ahead and do it later. We're going to discipline when you get home. No, it's
1: not much later. I know. Well,
0: <laughs> how, how late are we talking? Like,
1: no, it's just, I mean, like I said, it's to avoid the
0: impulse reaction. Oh, okay. Like, you just, like, settle down a little yeah. bit so I can get my mind right. Definitely. Because if I don't settle down, I'm going to do something that I'm going to regret later exactly.
1: on. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, we have we have little, we have girls. Yeah. That uh, I can granted, with. I mean, I don't yeah. want to create a double standard for, for boys if we, have no. Or young men essentially because just because they're a man or a boy that they get a tougher consequence. No, I don't wanna said that. But really, like I I never liked the fact of consequences being so reactionary and not necessarily getting the clarity for it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like automatically like, okay, I did something wrong allegedly. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. No, like I need something to register, I need that conversation to be had. And then also there's a time and place for this type of thing. Like yeah where the consequence is still going to come, but I want it to be to be fair and to be justified. Yeah. To kinda alleviate the I don't know, maybe the overarching fear of it. Yeah. Like, all right, I, I can understand that I did something wrong or my father believes that I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. So there is going to be a consequence for this. Yeah. And it might be physical.
0: Yeah. One thing that I fear is, yeah, disciplining in public, for sure. <laughs> you know, us being African-American, it's uh, it can be difficult because, you know, we fall under that stereotype of being so aggressive and physical with our child that, you know, somebody has to call the popo on us because we're trying to discipline our child. Yeah. You know, so it's just we're always, we, you know, the moment like something happens— you know, I think the kid was like, oh, I could, I get to go ahead and act up in public right here, right now. My parents aren't going to do nothing about it. <laughs> you know, so we have to be like, okay, are we going to whoop our kid right here, right now in front of everybody? Or are we going to, like, pull him to the side, into the bathroom? I'm or glad you said like we.
1: So how yeah. does that work, like, for you, do you and uh, and Amelia's mother? Like, do you, do you all have talks about discipline? We do have talks about discipline. Um,
0: and uh, we just... We just Well, I mean, this is from my own personal experience where uh, whenever we take Amelia to, I don't know, like a playground or something like that and she Mm -hmm. starts acting up, we already have something in play. Like we already have something like, all right, this is what we're going to do if she acts up, you know. I try to be as hands-on as possible, you know. So, uh, for instance, like if Amelia is acting up, like in public, I don't spank her on the spot, you know. I just pull her like I literally like pull her out of whatever environment we're Mm -hmm. at and then it's just isolation you know isolate her where it's just you and me and then we have a conversation about your behavior right and usually I give her time to cool off and let her you know like we like throw whatever you need to throw off right yeah and then once you come down let's talk some more let's talk some more you know sometimes I'm like, you know, I usually take her to the bathroom or I take her to the car or, you know, just in a different room or something like that. And I just let her do her thing. It's usually like, yeah, like between like 30 seconds to like five minutes. Just depends on the situation. Have there
1: ever been any instances where, where y'all have not been on the same accord with discipline?
0: <sighs> not that I know of so far. Um, it's still a work in progress on certain things. But I think for me, it's like I'm more I'm more tuned into spanking than Mm -hmm. anything else like i i mean that's just the way we were raised is like i'm more resortful to spanking because it's the quickest thing to do right but uh for amelia's mom she's like Nah, i would not do that to amelia because it's it's you know it's daunting to her it's gonna affect her in some form or fashion so uh we've been on we've been uh in disagreement on that a couple times but now i'm like i understand where she's coming from on that aspect because yeah, she is a girl and uh, they're more emotional creatures than, you know, being more, Mm. I'm just saying like they're a little (laughs) bit more emotional. So I can't, I can't, you know, I can't be too aggressive. Then it's just, then I'm gonna be. Double standards. We'll talk about that (laughs) later on, but I'm just saying that I don't want to, I don't want to be that dad who's on the five o'clock news because a viral video popped out. Because of my actions, you know. I, I, you know.
1: I mean, who's to say what happened with a son or a daughter? That's I was true. playing devil's advocate with it. Yeah, but I mean, I think this just bringing on the topic of essentially of dis, different disciplinary styles and how does that work when when co-parenting a child or you know having separate households and also just a whole nother aspect of like your your parents, your mm-hmm. or, you know your child's grandparents and how they mm-hmm. parent and how they uh, discipline their child, like all that in the mix. It can be a very convoluted, yeah style like what, yeah, I was gonna
0: ask you like how being that you are you know like you and uh Ale- Lexi's mom are like two yeah. separate households, right? and you know, you parent one way and she parents that like how do y'all deal with that whenever you're trying to you know, mold, Lexi into a certain way, you know, like yeah. as far as discipline, so like I said, this,
1: is, this is very vital for a lot of single parents. Cause I mean, your, your time isn't together for a lot of time. So, yeah. um, a lot of it is reactionary, essentially not with Alexia being reactionary. It's more like, all right, I see how you are disciplined over there. So I need to figure out what I can do to balance that out. Yeah. So I don't, um, I mean, I guess there's two different ways to go about it. Ideally, if you're cordial and you agree with it, then yes, y'all can do the same thing. Y'all can be on the same level that, okay, this is what we agree we're going to do. And we're never going to cross these lines. But if it's not, it is a a push and pull that, okay, you do this. And I want to make sure Lexi's getting both sides of, like, discipline. And she understands, like, the good and the bad of it. Yeah. Um. So, I don't want it to to be one-sided in certain aspects. So, like, sometimes, like, her mother will... um. Well, like, we'll both, we both agree with having conversations with Alexia, but sometimes the conversation ends with like on a lighter note that, okay, no, we, we work through the situation, but her mother will sometimes take like ownership of it. Like I understand, like I made a mistake type thing. I'm more stern because it's more of like, all right, I, even if I do make a mistake, it's like, I want you to understand that we're having this conversation, but I'm setting a level of, of standard for you that mm-hmm. you're still developing. Yeah. So I want you to take this to heart, that this is kind of what needs to change. Yeah. Um, and it's, just, it's a weird balance type thing between between the two. And then, uh, like I said, the whole other level of like grandparents. I don't know. My parents don't necessarily even go to that level of discipline. Yeah. Which is a complete 180. The opposite of us. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's so weird being in that household sometimes and to see, okay, like the things that I would have never got away with now now she's getting the grandchild yeah. just has um, free form to, to do as she's she pleases but I mean like I said it's breaking the cycles yeah. we had a lot of conversations I know me and my family had a lot of conversations of okay this is kind of how this affected us mm-hmm. so I can see how yes we don't want to continue that cycle again so we're going to try something different question for you do you think that it would be um, helpful if like your parents
0: were to tell you how to parent your child or discipline your child like do you you take I think it they
1: with already told me time.
0: enough. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, or if, or oh, you, you
1: mean like, like aggressively, like step in type thing. Yeah,
0: like when you gonna step in, just or like you know, like uh, I think this would be better, Justin, if you were to do this instead of that, that kind of thing. Like, how would you? How do you take that? Like, would you?
1: I mean, I think with any type of advice, you you take it sometimes with a grain of salt, type thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's what you. It depends on your level. So of, even
0: if like, I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah, but a, even if it was just like a random person, like you know who uh, who is also a parent as well. Like, how would you take that as
1: well? Depends like, on the level of influence. A random people, for me, don't have much level of influence to in me. I don't know you. You don't know me. You don't know yeah. our you know, our situation. So, cool. I get it. It's like reading a book type thing. Um, but, like, with your parents and people who are close to you, I I do take it into a strong consideration to kind of see what, the, what their intent behind it is. Like, my parents have no ill intent yeah. uh, between me or their grandchild. So, like, they have... Um, they have good nature towards it, but it's also understanding your child. The same things that they want other the relationship that they have with, your child has to with their grandparents doesn't necessarily have to be indicative of how you parent your child. Those are two separate lanes. Like your grandparents are your grandparents. Yeah. And also, I mean, your grandparents aren't necessarily... They're assisting with developing your child, but they're not raising your child. At the end of the day, your child comes back to you, Uh and you have to have your your set boundaries and your set standards that your child understands that Mm -hmm. this is how I'm being raised. My grandparents might be a lighter area or might be stricter in some aspects, but I'm coming back home, and this is how my parents want me to grow up to be.
0: Okay. What if, and I'm I'm just spitballing here, but what if um, you have somebody who is taking care of your child while you're out? Would you allow them to like discipline them, like for instance, like a This is where it gets. That's the part that I was gonna ask is like, you know, which I mean, this is for both of us, but I'm saying like, would you allow that person to discipline your child?
1: Uh, This comes down to really. You got to have those conversations up front because yeah. ideally, yes, I would say if anyone I trust to to be yeah. around my child, like a best friend or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like my brothers, I would, they would have that level of understanding to know, like, this is where Justin will take it and I'm not gonna, going to to surpass them. And also it's a mutual respect. Mm-hmm. But anytime you do put your child under any other type of, of leadership or um, guardianship, you are opening up to any type of form of discipline that they choose to do. Uh, and we've all heard stories of babysitters who've taken it too far, Ooh, um, wow. and it's just like how it really depends on how do you handle it after that. Like, yeah, you still got you got to have a conversation with your child at that point, and now you got to rectify things with whoever you place your child, um, yeah, under their care with.
0: Yeah, I think for me, like, if whether if we're going out in public or whether if I'm gonna drop you off with somebody to watch you. Or, you know, or just, just anything. Like I would, <laughs> I will give them that talk before we go into any place, restaurants, public places. If we're meeting somebody or if I'm dropping off with somebody, we're going to have that talk. And the talk goes a little something like this. You are going to behave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you are going to follow the rules and regulations set. I mean, not like that, but I'm saying like, you are going to follow the rules. If you don't follow the rules, best believe. I mean, I'm putting the fear like best believe, like we're gonna have, we're gonna have a talk. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have I a mean, com- like, come come you know, down to
1: the house. The house rules like, still
0: apply. I don't want to hear anything from you. Yeah, like like if we're going to a grocery store, like I don't want I don't want to hear you say it to me like I want this or I want that or whatever like that. Like it's you know, establishing
1: the house rules. The exactly. house rules still apply in public.
0: Yeah, so don't think for one minute that once we step out this house that you can act a fool because it ain't going to happen with me. So the moment it's like, so the moment that happens, then yeah, we're going to have some issues coming back home. Like, you know, we're going to, so, and I would say, you know, going back to like what Gandhi said, treat others the way you want to be treated. Like if you like, and I tell this to my kids, like if there's a substitute teacher, right, that's taking care of you while I'm gone, Don't act a fool, like, I don't care if, like, they are the worst substitute teacher where they're yelling at you constantly or if they're that teacher that's just, like, sitting back and sleeping during the job. You know, you treat them with respect, you know, because they don't know you, you don't know them, and quite honestly, it's unfair for them. You know, and for me, and it it looks bad on me as a parent that like if or a teacher that if you act up, then I did something wrong. You know, I am the one who is at fault. It always comes back to me, you know, or to Amelia's mom. Yeah. So don't be that person or else I will be that person.
1: (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All about that fear. All about that fear. I
0: mean, I'm like, it's good to place fear but just comes to be from, a healthy fear. It has to be a healthy fear. It comes from a place of love, not yes. from a place from hate. So, you know, uh, so I just want to place on you like this is so fear in some form or fashion. Actually, it is. It is our consequence. It is what is going to happen because like, I can't come at you and be like, oh, come on, Amelia, like, you know, like, just don't, I, I can't <laughs> laugh with you about this kind of thing because it's serious, you know? So, uh, like, that's one of the issues that I face as a person is like, yeah, I do, like, whenever there's some type of issue, I kind of just, like, laugh it off and, like, make light of the situation, but, but I can't do that with my kid. Like, mm-hmm. I have to be stern. I have to, like, you know, there are some places. You have to build
1: up these internal yeah. disciplines. Yeah. I know we've been talking about in- discipline as, like, a physical thing. Yeah. Like, consequences. But it's also, it's a it's a conditioning internally. So, you're yeah. building up these disciplines within our house rules so that you teach your child how to act and how to maneuver and how to behave. Yeah. In, in any type of situation that they're prepared for the real world, the real world, and it starts inside the house. Mm-hmm. And that's what all these are are for. All these disciplines that we talked about in the different avenues and different um, methods that we discussed. All those are really to build up the internal disciplines in in, in our children that they know how to behave and function in society successfully. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: with that being said, uh, to to wrap this whole thing up. Uh, so what did y'all think? Like, uh, for me overall, I think we should talk to our kids straight and direct, no BS whatsoever. Uh, they're human beings. They need structure. So they are going to test you as parents. But I think uh, they're just looking for some type of structure. So place that in there already in your household do you agree justin definitely like, like yeah, i said so it's,
1: it's all about structure exactly
0: so are you with whoopins or like are you pro whooping where i'm gonna beat you until you get your stuff together i think we, we y- end
1: up drawing like a, a gray area yeah yeah but we we explain it with enough context exactly so people can can understand so there are other forms of discipline you can however you want to
0: take it is completely up to you as a parent and as a father right Let's how progressive c- with it yeah just stir like firm but fair is what they say okay, firm yeah. but fair you know so um um and overall like how can we improve our child discipline and not resort to means of physical abuse or mm-hmm. physical action you know without even touching the kid we're just like how can we discipline them altogether without going to that so that's a little food for thought for you guys. But other than that, guys, that is our show for today.
1: Yes, we'd yes. love to hear any feedback from from our suggestions, and also any resources. You know, where people can find more information or just uh, read more about kind of different avenues. Like I said, we're trying to be more progressive and open up the doors so that we can stop these generational cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, So please give us your feedback. Also, don't forget to follow us on all social mediums, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, also on YouTube. Share it, repost it, like it with your friends. And until next time, thank you for listening to our show. So we'll catch you next time. So until then, (laughs)
0: Stay stay dedicated.